This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Oh, I get the washed out shot today. So brutal. Check, check. Oh, that's because... Yes, check, Melissa's back. Check, Who's check. back? One, two. Oh, uh, I don't like that. the ASMR version of the episode, and you guys are forced to listen to it because we have headphones on. I don't like this light <laughs> on you. I don't like it. I don't like that light on you. Yeah, that's what or I'm saying. Me. Right, right. So, Burn it. Yeah, so I think I should take it. Uh, you're such a narcissist. Yeah, he really Hashtag is. delusional narcissist Berkey. You look better. No, you look better. I look dull. I look like you sprayed dust on me. No, no, no. You you look like your natural skin tone, whereas you before you looked not. orange. You looked orange with the light on. I looked tan and beautiful. Now you, I look, look dusty. you look Donald Trump tan. <laughs> For what it's worth, Berkey needs all the help he can get. I got to bring out these olive undertones. He's such a narcissist. Unbelievable. Nice shirt, Burke. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, pickleball you know, life. Pickleball for life, baby. Oh. Let's get it popping. I had to take the day off yesterday. Couldn't do it. No? Why? You know, I'm coming to understand in my old age that uh, I'm a competitive human being. Really? And I'm not Shocking. very good. Breaking news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, I'm, I'm not very good at the the losing. the progression phase of of anything mm. really you want to uh, be instantly good at it well no no i can acknowledge that i'll never be masterful at anything like i get it there's plateaus and i'll hit what them all what do you all. mean anything i'll i'll Could be something out there for you crocheting no <laughs> i i don't think that they're like i think like very few people ever master anything but uh with that said um the progression aspect i'm not good at so like i've gotten progressively better at pickleball like significantly so but it doesn't matter because now the people that i'm better with then i don't want to play with ever mm. and the people that are better than me make me angry enough to break a paddle yeah. it doesn't motivate you like to see so you're stuck in the middle yeah it doesn't yeah. motivate you to see where you came from no not at all wow not even the slightest fucking bit i have like no in my head i was never as bad as i actually was like, I look at newbies starting out, and I was like, I never played like that. <laughs> These guys so it's are your terrible. ego. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, well. You, well, know, you are a narcissist, so. Jesus. <laughs> I did you a favor. I did you a favor. You were, you were looking very orange. I like being orange. You don't. I know. I know you. Welcome back, Melissa. Thank you. It's good to have you. Yeah. Good to be back. We couldn't do the show without you. Yeah, I know. Every day. When, you, when are you coming back? You're out of the tournament. Spending time with my lovely friend. Well, you were in the chat. We figured you may as well, you know, jump on a call. I know. I didn't have equipment, though. I'd have to use my phone or something. That would have been okay. Just turn it, turn it sideways. Turn that bitch sideways. <laughs> What's that from? Shine it up real nice. Oh, yeah, The Rock. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my man, Andrew. 
Novetsky, he said, I'm paying down 0.0000015% of Conrad's tab. Yo, what is what is with this fucking chins in the That's chat That's like $10,000. That is I like $10,000. Chins only here because <laughs> I'm here because he knows that I'll bring the tea. I just want to know what, what drives you guys to get into the chat and not fucking call in. Because <laughs> we like the chat better than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, interact with them on your show. Yeah. Well, you know? Like, I thought Christ. I needed like a uh, headphones and a mic. Um, it it's helpful, but like if you did phone, it would probably be fine. With AirPods in, or yeah, something. with AirPods would yeah. be totally fine. Christian was like, you know, in the middle of a fucking construction site with no headphones and his computer reverbing. Where is he right now? What? <laughs> Actually, are you queuing you... up the bit? <laughs> No, I think that bit is terrible. I think it's I know, so unfunny. Just, I'm just you, genuinely curious where he is. Up for Berkey right there? Okay, first it's of, such a Jimmy Fallon bit, honestly. First of all, everybody thinks it's hilarious no because there's so much truth to it. Like, it, it's not like it's that fabricated that of a bit. That he's in this, that CIA is capturing him or something. What is he? Christian's dark side, okay? Uh, we all know this. And the fact that DR Mamacita is yeah. an informant who has, you know, whisked him away to some foreign also, land. Why is everyone asking why I'm in jail? Or if I'm in jail? I don't you know. spread a rumor? I don't think so. That I was incarcerated? No. Everyone's saying I'm in jail. Who's, who said who this? Who said that? I didn't see it at all. You spread a rumor. What are you talking about? I, I, people are saying to me on Twitter, how long are you in jail for? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Just just now? I just figured you guys said it on the pod at one point. Wait, recently or like literally just now? No, recently. Like yesterday. No clue. What the hell does that mean? I'm not in jail. I've never been to jail in my life. Yeah. I thought you made a rumor. Like, no. Like another one of your own funny bits with CIA. <laughs> it's not the CIA. It's not the CIA. Okay. CKY? It's It's ICE. All right. Oh. <laughs> they caught him at the border. Now he has to El Chapo his way back in. That's okay. He'll just find a green card marriage. I could definitely <laughs> see. All jokes aside. You could marry him. Oh, no, no, no. Look, I, Christian's actually uh, a legal immigrant into this nation, but all jokes aside, I could no, definitely see him. he's born here. He's not. <laughs> no. Yes, he, he was. I thought he was an No, he came baby. when he was like five. No, Chin was born Chin, in the United States. sound off. He can he, be president if he wants. He said he came here when he was five. No, no. Oh, they mean hustler jail for Mondays. Hmm. Okay. Are you are you sure of this? I am. I am like ninety five percent sure of this. Okay, I'd like to bet it. Okay, take do the bet now before Chin says. No, because you know you know Chin better than I do. <laughs> Who wants to put their money where their mouth is? I know. Uh, I I would I would definitely like to bet this, um, but I could definitely see him marrying somebody to give them a green card oh yeah 100 percent. Like, yeah for sure yeah actually i could actually see him he turning goes to this thailand comes back with a wife that I, could definitely happen i legit could see him turning this into like a scalable business like christian's just running this <laughs> he has like a bunch of different houses that he's like living with them in for when they right. come to check right, right yeah he just has like a whole row in a neighborhood yeah and like you know maybe this is what he's all been building up to like just giving the girlfriend experience you know to to really fool the government officials yeah it's and like... he thinks that we could be government officials and that's why he <laughs> tries to fool us yeah this all makes sense now he's left the chat <laughs> yeah just mm -hmm. says christian soto has left the chat <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he was born here for citizenship, but his parents took him to the DR when he was five. Until he was five, and so he dumb. got a fake birth certificate I, I, I to almost... get into kindergarten early. Yeah, that's a wash. No, that no. He lived in the DR until he was five. But that wasn't what the bet was. Was it the bet? The argument was. I was, was pretty he sure it wasn't because he said he had a fake yeah. birth certificate. I know uh, he he literally said like last when he was here for like the one podcast he said that uh, that he was that he was born here. And I remember him saying that. That's why I said it was yeah, 95% sure. I thought I maybe misheard him. That's he's what. making it sound like he was like, like born on, like, like on the go. Like they just had him on American soil to ensure that he got right, his citizenship and then, and then immediately then shipped right him right back to, to I think DR. that's exactly what I mean, that's, I that's, 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 sounds like that's what exactly happened. He what said snap. They snap took me back to the DR. Yeah. Yeah, he was just like... Remember on, he said that he was here and he said it was like... oh, He, he was said, born on they, the go, they, he said. He said, oh, they thought it was a good idea to have him... You know, thought that was probably a good idea to good you know, idea. have him born in the United States. Gave him yeah. a lot of hassle. Yeah. I wasn't a citizen until I was 16. My brother still isn't because he was already too old when my mom got citizenship. So how did it work for you? She got citizenship when I was 16 and I just got. Oh, just automatically. In. Yeah. Because I was still a minor. How? Oh, okay, okay. But it was like a whole like multi-year process of her. She was trying to learn the Pledge of Allegiance no. and I had to teach her. <laughs> It was terrible. I pledge of the allegiance to the United American flag. <laughs> I'm just like, that's wrong. Mom, just say it exactly how I'm saying it. That's the fucking test? Yeah. Can you say the Pledge of Allegiance I mean, coherently? Part of it. Yeah, it's part There's of a it. Lot of, Somehow yeah, she, she like, passed, history. though, and she could not say that. So No, they, they quiz you on like a lot of civic stuff, right? Like, what, what are the three uh, branches of government? Right. That kind of stuff. Sure. They just really want to make sure you're indoctrinated and loyal to the to the U.S. government. I, there are a lot of naturally born Americans who would certainly not would not pass this oh, test. God, no. Maybe the majority. I don't think Maybe. I would pass. Well, you're not, you know, you're a spy. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I expect. Yeah, I'm a Japanese World War II spy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How was L.A.? It was good, but I got carsick every time I went in a car there. It's, I can't it's handle it. it, My it tummy. The stop and go, is that yeah, why it really I, was? I don't know what it is. Like I just could not handle it. I was so, like, near puking the whole time. Because it would linger the rest of the day. But other than that, it was fine. I did the hosting stuff. Yeah, how was that? It was good. We, uh, we, we showed a clip of you. I... Undressing Garrett. It's not I undressing. I was just okay. Here's the, <laughs> Platt gave me some tips, and he was like, "Well, when you ask questions, like you don't have to look at the camera, like just look at them." Mm -hmm. So I was just looking at him. While no, the funny answering. part is, uh, you, you did a great job. You were literally just affirming him, like giving him head nods. Yeah. But the the way you were kind know, of like exaggerating it. Looks, it. it looks yeah. <laughs> it looked like you I were know. eyeing him up I and know. down. <laughs> I was not eyeing him up and down. We ran with it. What do you he want does to have do? great calves, though, I notice. <laughs> You're telling me you weren't eyeing him up and down. He was, he was standing there, yeah. and I was walking in. And I wasn't eyeing him up and down. I saw the back of him, and yeah. his calves great, were very defined. Great, I, it's great hard calves, to, it's hard nice to ignore chest, that. and beautiful eyes. But I, I wasn't eyeing him up and down. <laughs> I recognize a good muscled calf when I see it. It's not a sexual thing. I just... He has nice calves. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would hope it's not. What are you going to do with a calf? Lick it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that's really oh, but all you can do i guess oh yeah. welcome back yeah. melissa <laughs> oh someone said it could be from the air quality of the car sick maybe oh it I has to be the stop and go yeah. it's like reading in the car it, yeah mm -hmm. and but here like i can look at my phone in the car here and it's fine yeah but there i if i look at my phone for one second i'll puke <laughs> it's it's so smooth here you're just like on the highway most of the time yeah. but like there it's literally and you're in the back seat right like in an uber you're uh -huh. mostly talking and about, everywhere like, takes 40 minutes to get to mm -hmm. i mean it's every, just every major city everybody drives like they're out of their mind yeah like la yeah but mm -hmm. new york i could look at my phone well it's because you're never too. moving yeah because you're mostly stopped <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah but uh, it was good i was my first time there um i got some good food and stuff and i went on a really weird like sort of date thing <laughs> oh. i just think Tell us more. like i just have like really bad luck right now yeah yeah, I, yeah just bad luck <laughs> it's just bad luck man <laughs> well like it was fine i thought he was nice and and then halfway through he invited someone he was looking up with so what you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe he thought, maybe he, thought he could uh, work it out. <laughs> it was so awkward. Mm. It wasn't a one-on-one -on -one thing. It was four of us. So it was like a group thing. But he's like, my friend's coming. And I was like, oh, it's a girl. Like, I could just tell the way he said it. Mm -hmm. And then she shows up and she's like hanging all over him. And I'm like, what's going on? It's <laughs> so weird. What, was he made aware that this was a date thing? Yeah, he was ask, texting this is my, our a mutual, mutual friend yeah. set us up and he was texting her all week saying i love your friend please set me up with her and she's like okay tonight and, but he thought that he had like screwed it up or something and i wasn't into him so he invited someone else on the date wow respect to that man <laughs> respect to that man I he mean, he is not a time waster he's just uh, like well this is going poorly let me get my sure thing here <laughs> yeah and then she talked to him and he was like oh shit i didn't know like i shouldn't have done that <laughs> That was a new introduction. To so you're in love now? No. <laughs> I was, I mean, what do you mean? This is the recipe right here. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm growing because that was so weird. I was like, you are really insecure. Wow. I'm, yeah. I'm astonished. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm evolving. Good for you. Good job, Melissa. Yeah. Celibacy does things to you. <laughs> like make you really angry. <laughs> uh... So you got the, was that your first 5K biggest event you've ever played? Ten, well, I played the main. Oh yeah, but yeah. It's well, so weird no. that I don't qualify the main. Yeah, I know. Because everyone it, plays the main. I right? know because yeah. everyone plays it. But it's also just a glorified 1K. <laughs> yeah. Like field wise. Um, well, I played like my first 5K. I guess was like the cage, the ACR thing. That's a is 5K, that really a tournament though? But like, it's like cash game tournament. Yeah, it's like hybrid. hybrid. Um, but yeah, I think it was. I yeah, I think so. How'd you do in that? <laughs> no it wasn't i don't i don't feel like i played bad at all i just was not getting any spots and then the one i did um i four bet jam days five suited under the gun versus cut off which we found out was correct machine said it was correct yeah um it didn't feel great and then he flopped a set and turned a boat so yeah. i was out yeah as tends to happen what are you gonna do it's just another tournament Nice that you free rolled it at least. Yeah, yeah. The, the satellite was yeah, funny. I where him, so. I saw the video you posted where it was forty eight hundred for. Uh, yeah, the, the but I was wrong because it's actually fifty two fifty buy in. So I should have still been going for the ticket. 
I mean, I should have gone for it anyway. I mean, it's worth. I just kind of wanted the cash so I could hang out with Nicole. Yeah. And like, I everybody want wanted the cash, right? Didn't everyone just go all in? Yeah, but we actually all had hands. Like, I know. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. Like kings, ace, jack, king, queen. Hmm. Recipe for an end of a satellite. Yeah, <laughs> and it had. It was so slow. It was like ten, and then down to six really fast, and then six forever, like two hours. Why I can't do it? Uh, you also got to make your debut on uh, Max Payne Monday. How did that go? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. Yo, you just got fucking showered this weekend. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I did actually on all fronts. Cash. Oh I got showered God. from that game. They told me, "Oh, there's plenty of action in the public games." So, okay, point taken. <laughs> point taken. And then uh, the tournament, I got showered, and then that that date thing, I got showered. Yeah, I mean, but so what? you know, the things are only can go up. <laughs> right, right. Things are looking good in the pool. I mean, you came table. back clean. You've been you know, showered. So I'm showered. <laughs> I've been showered three clean. times. Like I'm clean. Yeah. The, there's plenty of action in the in the on the floor games is the equivalent of uh, I'm hooking up with someone else. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I just, you know, I don't see this going anywhere. I'm sorry, kid. Yeah. Big go fuck yourself. Yeah. Are you, it's okay. Are you ever going back to LA? Yeah, I'll be at some point, but I don't, it's, yeah, it's, you know, they just get showered there constantly. The weather's perfect when I'm taking showers all, all weekend. They had Sometimes an opportunity. You to get showered. Uh, if, if you had, if you had worked your way in there, it would have been almost all, I know, all women. I know. So uh, it was quite the entertainment. Yeah. Schwan absolutely bulldozed the table. Just uh, a yeah. massive V-pip. Massive win. What'd she win? 17,000 ish? Is that right? Hold on. Yeah, 17K. Yeah, there we go. There's the V pip. Wow. Yeah, so she was just under 50%, which is pretty strong. She tweeted that she wished she had played more hands or wished she had gotten to play more hands. Beforehand, uh, we saw her at the brewery at the bike and she was like, I just want to play a lot of hands. Yeah, she seems to have accomplished that. She definitely did that, yeah. Uh, but she also like wrecked fucking everyone. It looks like. Yeah, won seventeen thousand. Uh, she had the highest raise first in percentage. So that I think is important to. We always talk about the the V pips and like how they're low or whatever. But what I don't think people understand is that like you can up your V pip a ton without giving up that much EV just by like you know calling in spots where mm-hmm. you're pretty confident you're not going to get shut out. Like flicking it in on the button. In situations where it's like not going to get squeezed through all that often is a good way to just play a lot more hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but now she was in there. Yeah, I didn't really watch because um, I was flying, but I saw one hand where she had like queen two suited and bluffed Hillary. She triple barreled and then over bet the river and bluffed her off top pair. Yeah, just the old uh, Israeli Ron hand out there. You know, you have to yeah. little, little homage to the OG. And then she let her pick one. But oh. then and she picked the two nice and it was totally like there's just no way she could have had it but she kept saying i had it I had <laughs> <laughs> why i don't know why i feel like that's such a like such a maternal thing to yeah, do it, just like it was, trying to it felt very maternal yeah, yeah. You're, just, you're just trying to like ease the mind She's of the like, other I person i had it i had it but she looked at the deuce and it was just there's <laughs> no way she could have had it yeah because because yeah. even the, if she had ace deuce like she was out kicked so. yeah 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 yeah. Well, she probably didn't think she got it a full top pair either. Right. Which, well, no, she showed it when she folded. Oh, oh, maybe she was just trolling. Then. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> good fold, good fold. I had it. Nice lay down. Um, but yeah, uh, that show's back. Oh, she picked the queen. Oh, I thought she picked the deuce. Hmm. Okay. That makes a little bit more sense. Uh, so Max Payne Monday's back in full effect after uh, quite the week. You would think there would be a little bit of a hangover this week. Um, their numbers were pretty strong as usual. Uh, DGAF kind of went off. Very unlucky for him. He seems to have lost the majority of it. Uh, Beat Pippin 67%. Man after my own heart. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Trust me. I yeah. understand. Yep. It's hard to fold whenever you're stuck 15,000 in a 2550 mm -hmm. game. Or the equivalent thereof. I mean, as soon as you fold, you lose the hand. So that's poker, right, poker right, 101. Exactly. Bro, how do you only... How is your preflop raise percentage ever nine? Nine? Nine. How is it three? Three? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't even see it. Was that Margo? 25-3. Who was three? Uh, three. Margo, 25-3. Yeah. We've got 38-7. 29. I mean... Just never give that. I mean, you, you can be you nines. can be dealt out like for a session. It happens. Well, right, but like, so you VPIP twenty percent of hands. That's already low, yeah. obviously, uh, especially in a game that like effectively has antis. Or does it have anti? How, what do they play? Ten twenty or ten twenty twenty? Um, it's just ten twenty. Okay. Either way, no, maybe it's anti. Whether there's antis or straddles or whatever, there's there's a lot of incentive. Uh, also the fact that it's multi-way. There's a lot of incentive to play hands. Mm -hmm. So only playing 20% in and of itself is like relatively low just because you're defending the blinds at such high frequency, yeah. yada, yada, yada. But then to only find 9% of opens? Yeah. Under the gun, nine. Under the gun, nine opens at a 14% frequency mm -hmm. in a rake game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're playing time against like people who are like VPing 67%. Right. It's so hard to only open nine really percent of the hands. You have to be folding good hands. Yeah, you have to like fold broadways in middle position and shit. Yeah. And like like king ten. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts so bad. But honestly, like it's it's weird, like cause uh we joke it like we, we make a joke of it. But it really does create the interesting dynamic that we get to watch. If everybody was V pipping correctly and uh you know, opening preflop correctly and not playing passively and stuff like that, then you wouldn't get these very strange multi-way deep stack post-flop scenarios right. where, uh, you know, weird spots kind of present themselves. To the also, shut the fuck up about my double chins. I know I have double chin. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, the, the showers continue. It's the, I just, it never ends. It's, it's the trade-off for growing the peach. Right? I know, I, I, well, I have to gain weight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it goes on my chin. <laughs> <laughs> you should see when I really bring it out. I'm not going to... You guys can see that behind a paywall. It's, it's not even... <laughs> Put it on Patreon. <laughs> it's oh, not God. even an actual double chin. Only it's chins. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a double chin. It's not like it it's is. actually... No, I genetically no, but, like, have a double chin. You just sit there. Or it's, well, no, but, it's like but yeah, it's genetic. My family, I mean, everyone in my family has it. You are in chin seats. So. Yeah, this is only chins. <laughs> you motherfuckers. I'm going to have a double chin because I'm reading your chat, so I'm just not going to read you anymore. Ooh, showers. Ooh, showers to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, it all I turns mean, around. Yeah, I, I wanted to play that game. We wanted you to play that game. I know. <laughs> chin's like, Max, Max. <laughs> um, yeah. You wouldn't have you found it awkward? Yeah, I would have. Wow, perfect. Lean in. But, I mean, it's good for content. That's true. I'm that, here that for, you know, help. 
Yeah, that help. is true. I will say, uh, for better or for worse, it, it is entertaining uh, the way that Sashimi goes hard at people in spite of the fact that she plays no hands. There was a point, I can't remember who it was, but somebody had lost a couple big pots and was, you know, buried. Yeah. And she just looks and she goes, I thought you had 20K. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, it's just unbelievable. Uh, just just anyway, sending yeah, the needles I mean, all maybe, over the place. Uh, actually, I've heard a couple, I don't know, whatever. Maybe you'll get on there someday. Oh, it'll be a good we'll spot. See. One of these days, we'll all make our way to... I know, I have heard of Kybella, Russell. I want to get it, but it turns you into a, like a bullfrog in your chin. What? So I'll be on the podcast like... They, they inject something into your chin to, get, to dissolve the fat, and then like... But it swells up a lot first. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe you could just... Uh, maybe you just get like chin implants. You know, like really... No, <laughs> I don't want to be Leno. Get that strong jaw, you know? No. <laughs> power, power. You're sabotaging me. <laughs> I would never. How dare you? Uh, a couple other news and notes from yesterday that I think are worth discussing. Um, we'll pick up, I guess, from the conversation we were having yesterday. So ACR fucked up again. They made it a whole three hours post-pod. Oh, Nagy goes to Cyprus and just the whole site falls apart, huh? Jesus Christ. Like, What's he running it himself? <laughs> no, no way. Uh, He's over there like... Doo -doo. The thing is that like, I have some knowledge as to how these structures and stuff come to be. Um, but I, I don't understand... I mean, I guess, all right, like, I get it. I, I understand how something like this could sneak through. I don't understand how there wasn't a way to, like, fix it in real time, like, pause the tournament or whatever. I mean, I, didn't it only happen for one? Yeah, for one level. Uh, so what ended up happening was um, there was a level where it was supposed to be 90K ante, and instead it was 900K ante. <laughs> and it was the whole level ran that way? Yeah. Which is just, like, uh, you know, completely impossible. You can see here that there's, what, 13 big blinds in the middle? Yeah. Uh, so 12, yeah, it's 12 big blind ante, basically, um, which just absolutely fucks everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're like short stack now as, you know, a 50 big blind stack or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like everybody just kind of has to play all in. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they respond to this. Um, they, as Guapo showed, they put out a statement saying that anybody who was affected during that level, uh, please stay tuned for an email. Uh, and we'll try to figure out how to compensate uh, the issue accordingly. Uh, so this, again, I think is... I mean, it's good that they at least tweeted it, right? Is uh, it as simple as, like, a typo? When they're, like, yeah. putting in... Their, when they're, like, coding yeah. it? Or I, I don't know how that works, how they make the structures, but there must be a program or something where they put in the structure in and someone just accidentally clicked it's, an extra yeah, zero? Yeah, it's, it's data entry. Yeah. I'm surprised um, that hasn't, like, happened before. Yeah, oh, I'm sure there's probably some instances of it. Seems like an easy mistake. Yeah, but I would think that they would, a site as big, a site as, big as ACR, I would think that they would have some sort of like algorithm to comb over the structure and yeah. make sure that like anti is never greater than big blind. Right. For instance. Yeah. yeah. It, it just seems like it would be like autofill almost. Like, or I, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I, obviously it happened. So. Well, Henry said it happened on stars before. Okay. Yeah. I'd be so, curious yeah. to what their compensation was. And yeah. is right. this is this like a a brand new structure? Like they never used the structure before? Because if they used the structure before, so. then it would have 
Well, it just depends, right? Like they might have uh, ten templates for the same event, mm -hmm. and the structure uh, basically grows based upon how many people are in it, right? So this may have just gotten a bigger field than the structure that didn't include this level. Right, gotcha. right, right. Uh, so, like, the tournament might just end prior to this level in mm -hmm. other instances, so we never saw it actually come to be. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's an annoyance, but it has to happen. Sorry, it doesn't have to happen, but, like, it's not that shocking that it happens because no matter what you... Bad timing for ACR. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you know what? I take it back. I was just about to say no matter what, there's no way that uh, the original structure isn't created through data entry points. But that's not true because you actually could just create a formulaic approach where the big blind ante is always a percentage. Or, or sorry, of, yeah, 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 it's right. not big blind ante, but you could the just always set always it up. A percentage of, of correct, whatever the big correct, blind is. where yeah. it's just autofill of a that, formula. That's what I thought. What kind people of in the chat are talking about how Rampage is has been very vocal about ECR being a <laughs> well, he's not doing well on there. <laughs> yeah, I have to tell you. Uh, I don't know that it's proof that there's anything. No, <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, losing what do you lose? Seven seventy buy-ins, sixty buy-ins, something like that. Sixty buy-ins, right? Seven hundred. Or sorry, 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 sorry. It's six hundred, right? It was like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, between somewhere between six, six and seven hundred. Uh, that's a lot, of course. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's like uh, an outlier event. Um, well, I don't. I don't also, know well uh, enough. But. It's a significantly tougher site than what he's used to playing, and if he's not changed his ABI to adjust for that, then he's gonna lose. Yeah, yeah. It's not the losing <laughs> part. It's more so like, is it reasonable to lose seven hundred straight buy-ins, um, and is that too many standard deviations away from the middle of the bell curve to qualify as an outlier event? I don't know the 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 numbers couldn't it just well be enough? that he's not beating the stakes he's playing yeah yeah but like you cannot be beating him and still not go on a downswing that hard over that period of time yeah um but like landon basically was saying that it's pretty common to go on a two to three hundred uh buy and downswing so i don't think this is enough standard deviations away to qualify it as like oh clearly something yeah it's also only 700 games which for online is like not that much right so yeah yeah yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm ultimately getting at. But you know, uh, maybe he's onto something. Maybe maybe he's the one who cracks the case and blows this whole maybe. fucking thing wide open. Maybe <laughs> suddenly Rampage disappears. He's on an island somewhere with Christian, being wow. interrogated by the, Nagy by the dark side. Yeah, they're just in Costa Rica. He's just getting groped. <laughs> groped. <laughs> What, because now his taste changed? Yeah, he likes, maybe. He likes boy vloggers? I don't know. Maybe they're... Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know he, I'm not going to yuck his yum. That's, hey, that's fair. <laughs> as long that's as it's fair. consensual. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't have a lot to, to say. I'm, I'm kind of biting my tongue to see what the compensation is. Uh, and if there's a precedent already set with this with stars, it would be nice to know what they did. I Maybe think it was a different. It was like a two fifteen tournament, you know, and like seven <coughs> people registered. Oh, or something completely different. Okay, so there's no yeah. precedent really. It seems. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I suggested yesterday that they should pause the tournament. Obviously, they plan to play it down. So if they do plan to play it down, I don't know how you compensate for the people that were affected, other than come out of pocket. And 
if they offer ICM to the people that busted during that level, it's going to be a lot of out-of-pocket money. Yeah. Because I'm sure that the... I would imagine... Isn't everybody affected that was in the tournament? Yes, just not the same. Yeah, some, some positively, people, some yeah, negatively. I guess, yeah, yeah. So if like, you win the tournament... Well, the people who are affected positively are still in, so they get all the benefit. Like, they right. probably lost half the field that, that level. Yeah. Yeah. At least, I don't know how many people mm-hmm. were left, Think but... Think about having a 20 big blind stack, like... At that time, <laughs> and you're fucking under the gun. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's about to be a twelve big blind ante. Well, it's just variance. Wait, is it? It's a big blind ante? No, it's not a twelve big blind ante. Oh, no, it's, it's regular. It was yeah, like it's a regular ante, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but still, yeah, it was basically equivalent but a whole to level. Yeah, right. So it was equivalent to like one point one big blinds gotcha, per person, or a little bit less, like one point oh two five or something like that. Anyway. This is where you. This is where Dan Harrington comes in. You're looking at M. See if you knew and understand the M theory, facts. you're 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 just gonna be crushing it. That's that's big facts. He's he's not wrong. What, what is going on? I don't know over what that there? was. What's up? Wapa's on one, man. Uh, for what it's worth, we hear a bad echo because your your headphones aren't on. I don't know. Sorry, that was Andre. Uh, love in the uh, WhatsApp. Mm. Uh. Oh, Andre, we Shout said hi. To Andre. Um, so yeah, I, I don't really have a lot more to say on the or on the ACR stuff. I do want to talk a little bit about this Espen stuff, um, mainly just to kind of clear the air, at least from my point of view. Uh, so for anybody who's not aware, basically Espen made a post yesterday saying that he had. Um, how did this actually come to be? Okay, so uh, basically Alex and he had been exchanging text messages where Alex was of the impression that they had a 3% swap on and Espen had no record of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Alex started rooting yeah, him ne- on, sending him text and saying, go, good. And then he said, you're going to save my summer. And then he's probably like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Alex kind of responded to it all. Uh, he said, uh, he sent, or just to confirm this, um, he wanted to clarify that like he didn't actually send anybody to threaten Espen or anything along those yeah. lines. Uh, and that the recollection of what occurred was pretty much accurate. Uh, he did have a couple of clarifications that he wanted to uh, point to. Um, but the general consensus was that uh, as Espen got deeper into the main event, they were exchanging more messages. Uh, and then once it had culminated, Alex was basically just like, you know, uh, I can't believe we have a 3% swap, yada, yada, yada. And that's been kind of... He said, I can't... I don't know how you can sleep with yourself or something. Well, that's jumping ahead, right? Oh, I thought you were talking about at the end. No, no, no. Uh, So they were basically just exchanging messages. Um, Let me see if I can pull up the screenshots because those are probably pretty relevant at this point. Um, It's a a dense one. Yeah. Yeah, if you just click those links... Those actually have the text. So they kind of have this thing. He's sending him messages. Obviously, Espen's playing and not really responding to stuff. But he says, I don't I didn't think we had a swap. And then it goes from there. They talked in person. Um, Alex kind of just decided to stop trying to get the 300k because there was no record of it and then it resurfaced because this drunk person told Espen to pay Alex 3%. 
Um, yeah, so I'm, I, I'm not really sure. Everything that I saw in the DMs was basically just like, it seemed like Alex was still pursuing payment. Yeah, but then Alex's um, explanation said that this all happened like a month ago and then just came back up. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, if, yeah, effectively, like, from what I can tell, the last screenshot was them agreeing to meet in person uh, and then Espen following that back up with a fourth screenshot where he said, hey, I finally had a bit of time to let things sink in and think. Uh, given that I have no recollection of us swapping and you also don't remember when or where this happened, it's pretty clear to me that there's no swap in place. Mm -hmm. uh, every time I've ever swapped verbally, I snap wrote it down in chat and plus my own documentation. Uh, I have neither of those things for you. Uh, I certainly wouldn't have done this with you since we have never really swapped anything previously. Uh, I know this feels shitty for you since you thought we had a swap, but I don't really know what else to tell you. Um, they also, they, they didn't know each other either. They met like twice. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, you know, these defaults aren't super important, but they're, they're relevant because, right. like, they didn't have a past history in place mm -hmm. that would indicate that, you know, this is kind of yeah. auto. This happens with me and Chin all the time. Yeah. Right. We're like, we'll have a swap for something and then uh, it not be on, or, or sorry, us not really confirm that it's on moving forward. Like, he might buy a piece of me in uh, a live stream cash game or whatever. And then I get to play that same live stream again a week later and we haven't discussed it. Um, I just defer to it being auto on, and so does he because mm -hmm. we have a past yeah, history. So, yeah, you have that right? history, right? When you don't have the history, it's it's hard to just yeah. Go by well, also the fact that verbal. Espen seems like he was pretty meticulous and like writing all of his swaps down and stuff, and mm -hmm. he just seems like it's sort of like maybe it was said casually or maybe he's misremembered. I mean, I don't know, I don't know, but I it I don't think he was trying to because this is someone who's been in the high stakes community for a long time yeah he's you know he's a run at once coach like he's he wouldn't i don't think he would try and ruin his reputation over no of course like i, this, I so. think that i think like at the end of the day what's what's abundantly clear to me is that um whether there was actually ever any discussion of a swap or not it doesn't matter right uh nothing really matters without like hard confirmation from one of them and uh, I think like maybe there's a more debatable point here if Alex had like clear recollection of having done it and Espen just needing his memory jogged or something like that. But that's not what's taking place here, right? Like this is literally just uh, somewhere along the line, Alex had convinced himself that they had made the swap. And mm -hmm. again, I don't think this was, uh, I agree with Melissa. Like, I don't think he was doing this as like an angle of like, oh yeah, like, you know, I can because had he had he done that, he would have had a stronger story. Yeah, of course. For right. like when just, they swapped. Yeah, and, yeah. It also sure. just wouldn't be worth it, like well, trying to get three hundred k here when he has a good reputation in the community. Yeah, and, but it's also know. like a proverbial free roll, right? Like if he yeah. puts together a really strong story of when they swapped and like you know can basically uh, take it to Arb, mm -hmm. where he has a very strong case right. even if he doesn't win it it's still just like a free roll to win it right but that's clearly not what's happening yeah here. uh he's he's only weakening his side with every single message uh -huh. and it seems like it's just a genuine uh, a genuine misunderstanding um which i think is you know that that shit's just gonna happen and i understand why espen wanted to go public with it because it's one of those things where like once the rumor mill starts flying and once there's a lot of uh 
kind of like undertones within the community of him potentially having scummed somebody or whatever that gets amplified. Mm -hmm. Right. And you have some random drunk guy come up to you and while you're playing and, 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 you know, saying you need to pay him. And it's just like, I mean, that's, you don't want that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's unfortunate for both of them, but I do think that this was very important that it played out publicly. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, obviously if, if neither of these guys are known names in the community, then this absolutely should just be a private matter that's handled mm-hmm. accordingly. Right. But the fact that they both have like very... He's the main event winner. Yeah, they both have outstanding reputations. Right. Uh, you know, this is something where neither one of them should walk away with a black eye mm-hmm. to their rep based off of this. Mm-hmm. It's really critical that this plays out publicly, yeah. I think. And I think all the facts that are out there after ever the poker community has viewed them, I think the census is that there, there's no swap. I haven't seen a single person not say one. there's a swap. I, I literally yeah. not one person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, I'm sure Espen was aware of that whenever he posted of just like, there's no arbitrator in the world who would Who'd ever see this the other way. Italics, right. right. Uh, so yeah, it's just about getting like the truth out there, getting the mm-hmm. details out there. I think that it was handled reasonably well. Um, you know, Twitter is going to do what Twitter does. Yeah. Uh, of course. there's, there's some dragging, there's some accusations that will take place, uh, probably unnecessarily. So not enough benefit of the doubt was probably given to yeah, Alex. Yeah, I think in that's probably spots. true. I, even I sort of fell into that, but then I saw his um, messages. Yeah, and just sort of like the the thing that made me sus was his last message that it was felt a little bit like oh, super emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but then I sort of saw his side of it and how he was genuinely just like emotional because he thought yeah. he had a swap and like didn't. Yeah, so. yeah, you feel like you just lost out on three hundred k. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand it from both perspectives, but it's just like, uh, calling a spade a spade. There's just absolutely no way in hell a dollar should be exchanged between these two. And, uh, I don't even think it's reasonable that at any point, Alex, like at any point beyond, I don't remember when we swapped or what was said, but it was definitely 3% and (laughs) we had it in place. Yeah. Like beyond that, like once once that gets vocalized, you have to just kind of think to yourself of like I'm I'm drawing dead here. I'm standing on like literally thin ice that's about to break. Uh, and I think a good way of looking at this rabbit child kind of pointed out is like we should make sure that nobody's getting negatively free rolled. So if we put this into uh, the reverse situation where Alex had won the main event, would he have just without any question paid out Espen? Mm-hmm. And like maybe the answer is yes, but it's impossible to answer. Right, because like, you know, maybe he doesn't have that vivid memory of having swapped if he's on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Right, it's easy to to, mem- or to to remember those things. It's also like a cognitive bias too, where you're just having a lot of loose conversations with peers and professionals, and like you do remember swapping three percent here and there with with some of them. And it seems like Alex was like pretty loose with it, where he wasn't writing a lot of shit down. It's it's pretty easy to convince yourself that you had done something you intended to do that maybe never actually occurred. Mm-hmm. Like I intended to swap with Espen too, but I just never sent the text. I never asked. I never, you know, I didn't think the guy could win two bracelets in a summer. judgment. <laughs> I really just didn't want to get showered. Yeah. I didn't want to be like one ball and have him be like, no. <laughs> no, not, not feeling it, man. I'm, I'm feeling pretty lucky. I'm going to keep that extra piece this summer. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I hope that this conversation dies now because mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's kind of a non-event. Yep. Um, Move on. And, you know, hopefully Alex doesn't get dragged yeah. much because of it. He right. makes good training videos. 
I haven't seen them, but I've heard good things. Yeah. And, and Nesman said, he's like, I don't think he's malicious in any way. Right. Yeah, he did a good job of, I think, portraying the facts and mm-hmm. uh, keeping the details streamlined, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not inserting emotion into it. Uh, did you guys... Did you guys hear Nick Fertucci did a podcast? Yeah, yeah. I heard something yeah. about that. Yeah, he had he had a guest on. Hashtag delusional Berkey. <laughs> I'm here for it. Great of course one. you are. Uh, it has a real ring to it, you know? Delusional Berkey, yeah. Delusional Berkey. I have to tell you, uh, you make fun of me for being old all the time. I but, know. But I can't think of anything more boomerish. It's so, yeah. Than including hashtags in your vernacular. Like, I know what's really going to fucking get Well, and he was saying Doug, fake news, Polk, and delusional Berkey. Look, <laughs> I, I, think Phil, for try. I think Phil should run for office. That was, <laughs> that was the most Trump-like speech I I've mean, he, ever seen. I mean, he just took Trump's playbook and ran with it, like giving people these nicknames and, you know, skewing the facts. And What do you mean, skewing the facts? Well, How you dare know, you, sir? I mean... He just, you know, says says things like ninety nine percent of the uh, world thinks he's the best poker player. Well, he's. Did you, can you find one percent? I mean, maybe I can. I hey, don't know. hey, and I quote: "I'm like Michael Jordan <laughs> and Tiger Woods, <laughs> and I know them, and I'm friends with and them. I'm friends wow. with them. Wow, yeah. that's okay. strong." If uh, that's if that's your company that you keep, mm-hmm. then of course the entire world knows who you are right right the, the, see the, beloved. it's right like yes he might be the most well-known poker player in the world but that doesn't make him the best well twitter so, would say otherwise well, I, mean, I mean we just have this <laughs> argument so much and i just think no no, no. usually exactly we just usually we talk about how much he stinks yeah i mean this the, is about his actual the, ego. there are things right like he is probably the best world series poker player like like tournament player that yeah. that's been around right he has the bracelets to prove it right he if you want to say uh large field no limit hold'em world series events yes phil you are probably the best but then when you extrapolate it out to cash games and high stakes and all these things he's just twisting twisting the the stats around to make it sound, i won 30 games in a row that makes me the best no it doesn't right i've won 1.7 million in high stakes uh, tournaments. Well, what does that mean? What is your ROI? How many of you played? Like, what was the average buy-in? Like, just throwing out 1.7 million. Did you get? You know, anybody can win one tournament. You're you're in high in high stakes. You won 1.1 million in one tournament. It's true. You're the best. It's true. No, yeah. I've played like. You know who also was there? Who? Oh, Phil was there. Yeah. <laughs> true. He, got, <laughs> he, he actually was there. It's true. He got fourth. Yeah, he did better than you. <laughs> he did. Um. Yeah, I've probably played like yeah. I've probably played like I don't know four hundred thousand, maybe five hundred thousand worth of high rollers in my career. Mm-hmm. Cash for like you know one point four. Yeah, so I'm I'm the best. Yeah, my ROI is three hundred percent, bro. I'm sick. Right, <laughs> fucking the bet. David Peters, move over. You don't have three hundred percent ROI. I do. <laughs> like, what uh, are we talking about, I know, man? I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. This guy, right. this, uh, honestly, like, I like said the, this. The, 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 Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but no, he, he, 
is like very accomplished and very good at certain things. Why doesn't he just like lean into that and say, this is what I'm good. Like I am the best, but no, he has to say that he's the best at cash games in the high roll. No, he is. He, he is leading into what he's best at. And that's talking shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what right. he's best. Right. At. But no, like, that's true. If he was just like, I'm the best world series of poker player of all time. And then left it at that, then everyone would be like, yeah, well, here's, here's a, here's are. a novel idea. Just don't, Puff your chest, man. Yeah, that's, that's true, too. Like, you know, whatever. Like, I think I'm good at poker, too. No, but too. that's part of his thing, so it's like, whatever. Okay, yeah, you can have a shtick, but, yeah. like, then you're going to take fire for it. Yeah. Right? And it's just like, uh, you know, whatever. I think I'm very good at poker, too. I don't run around trying. Like, the, the issue is not that he proclaims himself to be as good as he does, because obviously that's <laughs> so hilarious that he calls me delusional. <laughs> like, that's... the <laughs> delusions of grandeur if you've ever seen it but uh it's it's what that that it's what that statement actually implies right it's it's reducing the accomplishments of everybody who's so much more proven like taking the guys in the top 10 all-time money list and then him saying he's the greatest tournament player of all time it's just like how on earth mm -hmm. do you arrive at that yeah like how are you better than the ivies and the negranus and the dan smiths and you know, the Bonomos and, uh, I mean, even bring Kenny, like whatever, like, how are you better than these guys? Yeah, oh yeah. Like he took issue with Rast in right. the, in the thing where he's just like, you know, how can this guy, uh, call into question my skill? It's like, well, because he's significantly better. <laughs> right. And it's just like, it's not even a dick measuring contest. It's not meant to be a comparison. Uh, it's just an understanding that like the concept of peers means that you're amongst a group of people where there is a hierarchy, but it's not well-defined, right? Like, we don't know who the best player is, and we never will because the environment's always changing. There will always be the best of an era. And Phil certainly was the best of eras. It was wild to hear him reference the 80s and 90s during that interview. Like, oh, in 1990, I was playing <laughs> this cash game, and it's like, bro, that was 30, 30 years, fucking yeah. years ago, man. And it's like, I get it. You've made it. Like, you've lasted, and we'll, we would happily all put respect on your name for, for the longevity and for doing what oh, you've yeah. done. The for same, sure. The same way we do with Negranu and... and yeah. There uh, is a ton of things to praise Phil Hometh about. But it's like he, not the things that he praises himself. Correct. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. There's tons like the things, longevity right? is yes. a success. Like yes. that he, is very impressive. Overall, he's been so good for the game. And, yeah. and, and uh, you know, like he's done wonders for poker and, and he is one of the best at like, at, at, you know, tournament, some like World Series yeah. events. You're and just he has, not the end boss anymore. Right. right. You know, right. Well, like, why is it so important in a subjective arena to have people actually qualifying you? as something that you're not right like and yeah i get it like younger me uh wanted that too like there were times in my 20s and early 30s where like i was on the come up and i hadn't felt like i had gotten my just dues yet and i wasn't getting into certain spots and uh you know my my bankroll had like outgrown what i felt my skill set was and i was just like desperate to prove myself in all these arenas and it was kind of like this, I'm the fucking best. Why, don't, why doesn't anybody else know that, right? And then that quickly goes away because the game finds a way of humbling you and you run into somebody that is doing shit that like you don't fully understand. And emotionally, you're just like, this guy stinks. And then, you know, logically, after spending some time with it, it's like, no, this guy, 
thinks that's, is, uh, that, is what it comes down that, to. That's that's Phil's whole thing. He's doing things that that nobody, uh, nobody, you guys don't understand. Yeah, and, and which he might be doing some right. things that like. I mean, I, that that there's some might be some truth. There's to that. a lot of unquantifiable right. unknowns, yeah. especially in tournament poker. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's objectively doing some things that are certifiably bad, and he's comfortable with that, and that's fine. Do mm-hmm. you, man? Just don't tell us about it. Like, don't prop yourself up. And I get it. I, you're right. It's part of the shtick. It's what gets him on the Tim Ferriss show. It's what gets him on No Jumper. Uh, you know, he becomes a draw because of this wild ego. But I tweeted this yesterday. It's like. At no point in time do I ever attack the character of, of Helmuth. I think that he is genuinely a good person. Right. Uh, I just can't let his ego run as rampant as it does. And, you know, as much as I agree with some of the points that he and Nick were making uh, about Doug's tactical approach to, to things like this, where he is embellishing a lot and a little over the top with the headlines and the the making non-story stories type of behavior. Uh, Where I push back on them is this notion that you can be so goddamn narcissistic and so goddamn sensitive at the same time, right? It's just like, you should be, honestly, Helmuth should be thanking Doug. It's, and even us, it's like, we keep him relevant in a state of, uh, poker where he lacks it. Well, Joey just said, he's like, um, Helmet's the best at getting people to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing right now? And, <laughs> and last episode. And well, well, I mean, to that. be fair, he, we're, he we're right, not swimming in content right yeah, now. Yeah, he is, uh, he's right, he was right about one thing. He said, when we talk about him, our, our, we get, our numbers go up, which we got, I mean, we're approaching a thousand people watching right now. So maybe he was right about that. Well, yeah, Can we I think get all 972 people to hit that like button. <laughs> <laughs> My man, the tortoise comes in with it. Uh, Just smash that like button right now. Like you're liking what you're hearing. He he actually doesn't move the needle as much as he believes. At least not in this streaming age. Um, like looking back at our most viewed content, none of the Helmy stuff is in it. Right. Yeah, it's all about the stream games. It's it's the stream games. It's the controversy. But like today. We'll get a lot of clicks because it's a reaction video. Right, yeah. Right. We're talking specifically to him messaging to us. We're basically communicating through these channels mm-hmm. rather than having a, a, a real sit down. I mean, is this Should we ever have gonna lead show? to culminate in a heads up? That's all I want. I mean, ever. that's all I want. Like honestly, like if I'm being completely transparent, the only reason I ever even talk about Phil is because I think his ego is so goddamn big that he'll someday play. <laughs> it seems like he's throwing the gauntlet down. Maybe it's all leading up to no, something. No, it's such bullshit. There were people in my mention saying like, oh, these guys will talk so much shit on you, Phil, but they'll never sit down with you. It's like, bro, do you have any idea the line I've been waiting in to sit with this guy? Yeah, but it would just be so tedious. Yeah. I've played with him before on Poker After Dark, and he literally had like 2,700 in front of him playing 200, 400. Yeah. And we were all so angry. The lineup was so insane. It was like me, Perkins, Dan Shack, uh, Helmuth, and one other. And he's just sitting there with literally like 11 big blinds disrupting the whole game. It's like, okay, man, like... Yeah, and I, I don't know. Maybe live cash streams are just not... Maybe he should do live sit-and-goes, you know? I don't want to play him in that. I mean, sure. No, I'm, whatever. not Actually, for you. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, like yeah, He yeah. seems to not be well-received on these live cash games. Yeah, He well, sort of fucks the game up. So, no, he does. He yeah. does for sure. And like, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot to say on that. Basically, like, 
the format of poker that he shines in is dying. Yeah. And that is the highly produced tournament uh, kind of recap uh-huh. type of poker, right? And that, that's largely dying, right? Outside of the World Series, we do not see that coverage anymore. Mm. WPT is attempting to kind of bring it back a little bit. But I think that they're having a hard time getting a lot of content for the days leading up to the final table. So what you end up seeing is just a bunch of B-roll um, being kind of like interspliced throughout the final table coverage. And that's a cool concept, but you're not going to get any Helmuth out of that because you need him mic'd for eight hours to pull, you know, two 10-minute blow-up clips. Uh, and in order to get those in any scenario outside of the World Series, you need him to make final tables. And he's, you know, a billionaire in training. So it's like he's not grinding the WPT stops. He's not out here. I'm trying to think, like, what other uh, MTTs are getting straight. Like, he's never playing Triton. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, he talks, yeah. he talks so much about competing at the highest levels, but what he ignores is that he fucking cherry picks the competition and he's just playing in Silicon Valley games where, you know, everybody is happy to beat the pro because he's a watered down version of what we consider a pro now. And I, I'm not taking shots at him as a person, but I am taking shots at his skill sets, right? His greatest <laughs> skill set is apparently devouring a roast beef sandwich on air. <laughs> Uh, um but yeah like you know his greatest skill set is being able to network in such a way that he's against fair competition he would get eaten alive in triton i would get eaten alive in triton and i'm most people would yeah i'm way better than phil i'm sorry i just am it's it's like you know we're talking about tournament poker i don't give a everything except mixed games you can have mixed games prove them wrong yeah. Just prove I mean, wrong. are you going to let Delusional Berkey talk about you like this? He said he's just flat out better than you, so just prove him I wrong. I mean, he's... hashtag Delusional Berkey is going off yeah. about you. You're not even going to. Let's prove get him a wrong. trending hey. team. Let's get hashtag Delusional Berkey trending delusional, on Twitter. Hashtag Delusional Berkey. I, I mean, like, look. I'm it, here for it. I, I haven't. I, I, you know, I think there's a big misconception of like how much I spend studying. He made this offhanded comment that, like, uh, he's watched me like blast off on, on TV games and that I was terrible at poker, yada, yada, yada. And then he follows it up by saying, but I think he's very good now. Yeah, he got a lot better. And it's like, I wish I could explain to everybody that nothing has changed. Like the only thing that has changed is that I have to play. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like I haven't the lost. The narrative that's keeping you out of games. You make a few less calls on the river. Do I? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I just don't. That's the thing. It's like nothing, nothing has really changed uh, except for I'm not backed any longer. And the standard game that I play in is now tougher than it used to be. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right? It's like, yeah, you saw me splash around a lot on Poker After Dark. That's because the lineup I was playing in were the same fucking guys from Ivy's room. And we all VPIP 50% because that was like what you did in that game. Yeah. So shit looks funny to the viewer. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you play a, a regularly tougher game, then you're going to have to play a, a little bit more in line. And by in line, I mean I'm still going to have the highest VPIP in the fucking game. Right? Like nothing has changed. The only thing that's changed is this narrative that's built around results. It's like, oh man, Berkey had two big on-stream wins. He must have gotten really good at poker. It's like, or I was always good and you guys didn't want to see it, or I still suck. And either way, I don't (laughs) care. Just like, let's stop pretending that there's been this massive evolution, right? Uh, And like, you know, with regard to tournaments, it's like, I I haven't looked at a fucking tournament spot in 
maybe ever. I just, <laughs> I just hate it. I hate everything about it. I hate short stack play. I, I don't want to memorize ranges for 20 different stack depths. It is, that part is very annoying. Yeah, like, I, I don't have it in me. That's what we have Matt Hunt for, for the site. Of course. I'm not trying to champion myself as an MTT coach by any stretch. But, like, you know, I see this game through a certain lens. I understand boundaries to some degree, and I flirt with them as best I can. And whatever, like... I don't think I'm a great tournament player. If I did, I would be trying to go to Triton and I would tr try to compete. In the I'm the exact opposite of Helmuth. All the things that he believes to be true about himself, I know are not true about me. <laughs> and I think I'm better than him in almost all the things that he thinks he's very good at. So like that to me is the big separator. And that's why I think this conversation keeps coming up. But even beyond that, it would die if he just stopped doing shitty things within the four walls of the community. If he stopped saying he was going to burn the place to the fucking ground, if he stopped trying to sell at high rollers at 1.5x markup, if he stopped sitting 12 big blinds deep in a live stream cash game, <laughs> all of these things are harmful to the community at large. And I understand that they're not harming the Phil Helmuth brand, as, or maybe they are and he's just unaware of it. Um, but to the community that he claims he gives so much of a shit about, and more importantly, to the outsiders who are not a part of this community that only know of him and Negranu and maybe Antonio, uh, he is absolutely staining what it is to be a professional poker player in today's day and age. And he always has in his behavior, but we've accepted it because he's a character and I'm mm -hmm. cool with characters. Be you, man. That's fine. You want to be an asshole on TV? Be an asshole. Like we've made a, we've made a place for you within this space to be that guy and we love you and accept you for it mm -hmm. but stop cutting us down in the process stop spitting in the face of all the young up-and-comers that would absolutely mop the fucking floor with you in any single format and i'm not even talking about the guys that are around my age who are all 20 years younger than phil like the galfons and the coons and the ikes and the bonomos these guys that are just like elite thinkers Right? I'm not even talking about them. I'm talking about the Landons and the other young up-and-comers, the Jeremiah just, Williams. He would just look at Landon in the face and just fold that ace jack. Right. He would just fold that yeah, blind versus like, blind for 10 blinds. That's the shit that we're just, talking about. He would just about, look right? him in the face and say, you know what, kid? You, don't have, you, you just have it this time. But that's the shit that I'm talking about is that like, he genuinely believes. Listen, he, live, live tells are a read. They're, I mean, live tells are our thing, but that's not to like... If that's the end-all, be-all of your game, then what are we talking about here? Yeah, and that was demonstrated in the 3K final table that he made this summer. He embarrassed himself. He got absolutely obliterated time after time after time. Folding top pair all to, over and over again versus eight high versus queen high. And then like somehow walking away and saying, what, like I was hungry and didn't get my roast beef fast <laughs> enough? No, but I mean, if his reads were so spot on, he was just so crisp at everything he was doing which the white magic or whatever he calls it, then he wouldn't have made those folds. He would have, he would have just been, he's just been shoving his chips in the middle when he had the best of it. Yeah, of course, he would, have, he would have happily beat these guys in. Yeah. I mean, and that, do we think it's maybe just not really like that deep and he's just sort of like had this shtick from the beginning of, when, of his poker celebrity and this is just sort of the like uh, habitually how he operates? I think it's impossible to be 50 and not evolve to some degree. So yes, I think that that's, you really I, think so? I didn't say he has to be highly evolved. I'm just saying like... I met if, some people who act like they're 10 still. Of course. And that's 
I, I think that's a thing. But what I'm saying is that he developed this shtick, so to speak, when he was 25 and actually possibly one of the greatest at that point. Yeah. At some point along the path, things will occur that make you second guess yourself. And the fact that he's just been completely unwavering to me. Right. But me... it's sort of this marketing thing was sort of trained into him just by nature of like the time that he rose to celebrity. Like, yeah, maybe he just sees this as like the way to do it. Uh, yeah, possibly. And it works. He's I had mean, success doing it for so relevant. long that like it's tough to. He's like, well, I'm the poker brat, and I'm just going to run that poker. I'm, and I've I'm making, always been successful. I'm making the opposite the argument. I don't think he actually believes it. I, I think that somewhere along the lines, 5, 10, 15 years ago, when he realized how much fucking harder poker was getting and how accurate it was that he had regressed to the mean, and you know, all these young up-and-comers are studying harder, learning faster, uh, understanding deeper, and are just able to kind of run mathematical circles around him i think at that point uh this now became the facade that he had to hide behind right yeah. like i think I, I mean i watched that interview and it's just like a lot of projections of sensitivity and feeling disrespected and feeling like uh you know he, i can't compete yeah. still well you know him and him and um negranu I kind of were at the same place, right? And they took, they chose different paths, right? And it's funny because he brings Negrano up a lot because Negrano says he sucks at poker. Yeah. Uh, but like Negrano realized that, wow, this game has passed me by and it went into the lab, right? Mm -hmm. And like, <laughs> Homie's just like, I'm just going to continue to do what I've been doing. I mean, well, maybe, I'm sure you've worked on his game, but like, not to the, like. I don't think Helmy like consciously just made a decision to not. Uh, study I think he made a decision to go into sort of the Antonio path where uh, there will always be easy money to make right. in poker yeah. if you if you curate it mm -hmm. so like his focus became networking within Silicon mm -hmm. Valley you know he talks about how he's on 15 boards and uh, likely more profitable than uh, <laughs> the other route very true right right, right. And it's, yeah. but I think the Grono truly wanted to be the best yeah. and that's why he, yeah. Negranu like changed his game you know said, said wow these guys are really good that's why Let I said I don't think happening. Phil believes it right I don't think yeah, he yeah. believes his own shtick like Negranu mm -hmm. actually has pursued being elite right and I think he understands how difficult that is to achieve yeah. and he has a ton of fucking respect for the next generations mm -hmm. all of, of them right yeah right? like he doesn't talk shit on anybody Oh, of course not. In the youth, whether it's 10 years his, his junior or 25. He knows they're wizards. He's, and he's, like, he's yeah. very learning, sort of like learning mind. Yeah. Uh, whereas Phil would be more of like the fixed. Exactly. Type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Negrano had some of those uh, moments of uh, demanding the respect because of his poker celebrity. There was a point in his poker stars ambassadorship where... Uh, people were questioning if he could still win. And this is this is very common because once you do start playing high enough, uh, you don't really want to challenge yourself at like, you know, the smaller stakes any longer, in spite of the fact that that's oftentimes where the talent pools because that's where people were really cutting their teeth and building out their future, right? So like maybe a 1020 pool or 2550 back in like, you know, 2010 or 11 on stars was some of the tougher pools. And I remember Negranu like basically took some time, studied the pool, and the games were just like waitlisted for days when he would sit. But he ultimately did come out a winner. Um, I think that was to him a moment of proving like 
I am still on top. I am still the best. Nobody can fuck with me. Mm-hmm. And the community kind of took it as such to some degree of like, okay, well, like he did prove he could. But then when you fast forward like five or six years, as we really got deeper into to solvers being uh, widely available and things like that, I think he fell kind of uh, into a bit of imposter syndrome where he realized like, maybe I'm not winning at 500 Zoom, you know? And at that point it was like, well, let me look at my tournament record. Like maybe I haven't been taking this quite seriously enough because all of these guys are desperate and hungry mm-hmm. and they all want to knock me off. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that Phil maybe either lacks the understanding of or fills it very deeply and instead of actually trying to like maybe he's just accepted like i'll never out talent them so instead i'm going to out leverage my platform and that's actually pretty sharp yeah no it is it is right for sure yeah that's actually pretty sharp uh what i think what i think gets him all the hate is the way that he tries to monetize his celebrity for for very small amounts of money Mm -hmm. that are just absolutely I mean, to me it's not even desperate. that i just have like i had no feelings towards him before just seeing like the way he acts at the table and for me like i just the streamer game was a good example yeah and i just hold professionals and like everyone who considers themselves a professional to like a certain standard of mm. like conduct at the table and i don't feel like you know your reputation or your career should give you give you passes on being a nice person at the table yeah and i mean to be clear like i don't even necessarily know that nice is the qualifier we have to use but somewhat respectful yes decent is a good like when uh you know he claims that like botez was just fine with him calling her a little chess girl or whatever it's like it's really you can say yeah yeah, you can say she's fine but like Look at the look at the power dynamic between the two of you. Yeah. She has to be right. fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. she doesn't have a choice. Right, like it's it's not like you've left her and you you offer literally nothing to this game. Nothing. That game would have been the most watched game in history with or without Phil Hummer. Yes. Right. And the only thing that additionally came of it was a bunch of drama where he handled a situation incredibly poorly uh with with the fake folder or whatever yeah and then you know uh kind of a demeaning comment to botez whether he meant it I that mean, way throughout or not the whole time was demeaning right right it, it, and it's it, like it, you're you're the pro you don't need to be demeaning like that should show through the way you're playing but clearly there's a something it's projecting yeah you know? yeah yeah but i mean you know to some degree okay that's his shtick but the target matters a lot. Yeah. And it's not even because Botez is a woman. It's not even because Botez isn't a professional poker player. It's because he picks these targets that don't really have a way of defending themselves. They're not going to push back. Right. Like he doesn't do this to Bonomo. Right. Or he doesn't do this to Kuhn or to even me. Like I've played with him plenty. He would never undress me with words like this. Right. And that's that's what it's I take. punching down. Yes. It just... That's what I take such an issue with, right? Is like him finding the recreational at the table who seems to be happy to be playing with Phil Hellmuth and then him putting a bad taste in his mouth by calling him an idiot from Northern Europe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, these are the things that's like, okay, yeah, we've excused it because it's genuinely you, but now it's becoming a a trend where uh, you aren't actually picking fights with the people that you should be. Like yesterday was an opportunity for him to really fucking come after Mm -hmm. me and Doug. Like really put us out on blast, put us on display, you know, call out whatever bad, be- but you can't because there, there hasn't been that much bad behavior. We're not selling at greedy markups. We're not berating amateurs whenever we play with them. We aren't 
pumping up our stats, claiming something that isn't actually proven. You know what I mean? Like we're we're peasants to him that are just out in the arena and battling it out for small change where he is competing in a much higher uh a, a much a much higher stake game whether you want to consider that to be tech or um you know commercialism of his own brand wh- whatever the case may be like clearly the stakes are significantly higher but he still felt a need to address us right so it's like it's this like weird hedge where he doesn't want to go full on because there isn't a whole lot to back it number 1 and number 2 uh, it, it then just becomes he could only like take on a personal attack, mm-hmm. right? And it's just say, basically go the route of like these guys hurt my feelings. And honestly, I think that would be very reasonable. And if I truly have hurt his feelings, I would apologize for that. Yeah, because that was never the intent. The intent is just to like hurt his ego and like goad him because mm-hmm. I think that he is a ridiculous human being the way that he touts his talents. And if nothing else, like I would love to get a soft game out of it, right? Like I'm not hiding any motivations here uh he's just somebody that i would want to play poker with often right and he's egotistical enough that i have no problems calling that out there's a lot of other people that i would love to play poker with that are just humble Mm -hmm. and acknowledge where they fit in the space and it's like i would never ever take this approach with them because that's just being a dick yeah you know it's like those are the people that uh, if anything like you just you take the opportunities when they present themselves. If they want to play with you, then great. And that's, that's really our job, right? It's to make ourselves somebody that's desirable to play with. Mm-hmm. And to some degree, Phil's done that for himself, but kind of in a weird, twisted way. Yeah. Maybe even a delusional way. Hashtag delusional. Hashtag delusional. <laughs> Get it trending, team. Hashtag fake news polk. Delusional Berkey. Hashtag delusional Berkey. I mean, does this mean you guys are like, allies now or mean fake Polk? news and delusional no no i mean not from my perspective i want doug to come back and start trashing me i was a lot richer whenever he did that i can start some like rumor do you want me to start doing it no i don't think it has the same megaphone effect yeah maybe not i just really need him to come out and tell everybody how bad i suck um you know honestly like when when i was going through and this will kind of speak on phil too it's like 2017 like when doug first started dragging me uh it did feel very personal Especially because, like, the first thing that he put me on blast for was, like, something that he... And, you know, Ryan was somewhat guilty of, of contributing to this. Uh, I haven't really spoken much about it because, you know, Ryan and I are good. But uh, when that first high-stakes hustler game fell through, they pinned it all on me in spite of the fact that the entire game crumbled beneath Ryan's feet, right? And, like, I wasn't the game runner. Uh and, you know, at the end of the day, like, four or five people showed up to play the game. When uh, was this? Uh, Last year? No, like, the end of 2017. Oh, okay. The very, very, very first high-stakes attempt. So, you, it's, it's oh, funny because it's, it's such a distant memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, prior to Poker Go, there were no streamed games above 2550. Ever. Like, 2.5? No, like, 2550. Oh. Mostly like 2550 and then they had like the $5 anti-game and, and stuff like that. Uh, Live at the Bike used to regularly stream 510. Okay. Like two or three days a week. 510, 1020, $5 anti-game. And then like the big game was 2550 on Fridays. Uh-huh. And that was it. Um, post Poker Go launching, Ryan really pushed it to try to bring in G-Man and start to get bigger games. And they got it up to 50, 100. Like that's where this all originated. So they had Polk Week 
or maybe it was upswing week. I don't know. And Ryan had spent like weeks trying to put together the stakes just kept changing. It was supposed to be uh, 200, 400 with a big blind ante. Uh, I, don't, I don't even recall. Like it, it bounced around like the difference between 200, 400, 800, 200, 400, big, big blind ante, like all of these things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when push came to shove, like the initial game was advertised as like me, Polk, and Fee, and then five wrecks. And then it became like me, Polk, Fee, Garrett, uh, and four wrecks. And, or sorry, it was me, Polk, and Garrett, three or five wrecks. Then me, Polk, Garrett, Fee, four wrecks. And then me, Polk, Garrett, Fee, Jungle Man, and three mm. wrecks. And then, you know, another wreck would drop and another wreck would drop. And, yeah. you know, by the time we got there, it was just going to be like all regs, uh, which is fine, even though that's not necessarily what we all agreed to. Uh, it's no big deal. But they still couldn't settle on stakes. Uh, Ryan was desperately pushing for it to be the biggest game ever on stream TV. So, like, really pushing hard for the 2-4. And at the time, like, I just lost a pile and didn't have access to liquidity. Uh, so ultimately, like, the game fell apart. There was only six of us left. It was me, Dan Smith, Jungle Man, uh, Polk, Garrett, and I think Fee, but I don't recall. So it was only the six of us left on game day. And I'm just like, I, I can't play 100K minimum buy-in when I only have 100K. And I still remember the text message he sent back to me. He was just like, 100K is plenty. And it's like, well, <laughs> you don't get to decide that. Uh, it's, it's, I promise you it's not plenty. Um, and so I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm out. Uh, and when that happened, Polk went to Facebook Live and Instagram Live and did this like 12-minute tribute to how I ruined the game. So we need you to do that again so that... He'll start on well, uh, uh, yeah, yes, sure. But like the whole point that I'm trying to make is when that happened, I felt like very personally attacked. Yeah, like that felt like I did nothing wrong. I did absolutely nothing. Uh, it was and just now, not planned. Like yeah, well, I wasn't the one who fa- like if we're calling a failure a failure, it was Ryan, right? Like he's the game runner, and at the end of the day, like th- if this happens at Poker Go, it's Brent's fault, mm-hmm. right? It's never going to be the player's fault. Mm-hmm. There will be plenty of situations where you have a lineup in place day of. And a handful of people just fucking rug you. And you as the game runner are responsible for that. Like, there's just no shirking that responsibility, yeah. right? But Doug and Ryan both, like, kind of put it on to me. And suddenly, like, I was the target for all the ire of this big game falling apart, right? And it became, like, you know, him and Doug were on this Facebook Live and just basically, like, trashing me and Josh, uh, I, I think. I wish we could get a video of this Facebook Live. I'll see if I can find it for next show, but um basically there was like one wreck josh uh who also pulled out last minute and they were just throwing the two of us under the bus saying like we're the entire reason that this game didn't go all this other stuff and i felt so personally attacked because like this isn't uh this isn't calling my my ability in poker in in question or anything like that right this is a character attack Mm -hmm. and it was an attack against my integrity and i just remember you know kind of tweeting something along the lines of like look i'll take full responsibility that I absolutely pulled out day of. Uh, I'm not going to try to shirk this on to anybody else. It is what it is. I didn't bring enough liquidity and that's on me. And that was it. And it just spiraled for weeks, which turned into months, which turned into like a year and a half of me just getting dragged and this constantly getting brought back up. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like literally either two weeks prior or two weeks later, I played Jungle Man Week on Poker Out Loud where it was just seven pros. 
It was <laughs> me, Coon, Polk, Jungle, Rast, uh, and two, oh, Ike, and then one other that I can't recall. It was just like, okay, you really game. think, yeah, you really think I'm fucking ducking this game? Like, I had a million dollars of liquidity accessible in Aria. I had 100,000 accessible with the bike. Like, there's a big difference here. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I personally felt attacked. And if that's what Helmuth is feeling now, then I relate to him. Mm -hmm. And I understand why he feels uh, mistreated and like... Misunderstood. Yeah, misunderstood in that like, you know, no matter what he says, nobody's actually hearing the points that he's trying to make because that's how I felt. I could not compete with Doug's megaphone. So I spent like a year and a half just turning the other cheek and literally just never responding, never really having anything to say uh, as a comeback. Like I was letting him meme all over me and and just like kind of ignoring it with the exception of this <laughs> we did do the retirement video uh oh, man. which shout out to pigtails man so they good. uh they fucking crushed <laughs> they crushed this bit so good oh my god you we never saw this naked in that? No. no i've seen it no no I i've on. seen it <laughs> Uh, can we put a link to that in the, uh, in the yeah. description, please? People need to see that. <laughs> it was, it was so good, man. It was so good. Those what are the, the, the piss cups? <laughs> <laughs> you really committed. You even grew your your scruff out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that wasn't really far from how I was feeling at the time. <laughs> to be quite honest. <laughs> like, there was a lot of truth to that uh. bit. Um. So, like, yeah, I, I guess all this got brought up because you asked if, like, Doug and I were allies now yeah. somehow. Uh, I understand what Phil is feeling, and I understand how, just, how unjustified it can be. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why, I guess, like, I've always made it a point that when I criticize him, it's very specific to the mechanics of what he's doing, right? It's very specific to uh, charging way too much markup or having this, like, out-of-control <laughs> fucking ego. Like, at the end of the day... Uh, I'm not saying Phil and I are friends because I, I don't think he would qualify me as that and like we're not close in any way, shape, or form. But at the end of the day, I would always want somebody in my inner circle doing that for me. Mm -hmm. And it seems like he just doesn't have that. Yeah. Right? Mm. So if you're going to surround yourself with a bunch of yes men and a bunch of bootlickers, like somebody from the outside is going to come and check you. Yeah. You know? And I don't think that like it's We that check Berkey's ego all the time. We know. Every <laughs> Everybody fucking uh, watching it. Knows. It takes yeah. a village, you know. It's it takes it a village. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it really uh, does. It's a full time. Yeah, that's that's my true job. It's all yeah. wise. <laughs> Check uh -huh. your work. You go to full time job. The the irony <laughs> is that uh, Polk put out a character assassination on me for like a year plus. Didn't deter me one bit. I get on a podcast with you guys, and I've fucking been. <laughs> I instantly retired from poker. Yep. It's just like I'm not good at this game. I'm probably not a good human anymore. <laughs> Uh, I might have an eating disorder. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if anybody knows anyone who just extinguishes horses for a living, I'd be happy to be taken out behind the barn at this point, you know? Oh, man. What can you do, man? Yeah. Down bad Berkey. Yeah. Let's get that trending, too. Hashtag down bad Berkey. I'm showered. You're down bad. You know. Yeah, what are we going to do? It's only up from, from here. That's, that's yeah. right, baby. You know what's up, moon. right? Bitcoin Latinum? Nope. It's a CSA time. Oh, no. Oh, boy. It is a fucking CSA time. Here we go. Weekly, every single week at the MGM, your boy Connie's going to be running a 2-5 game with a $5 under the gun ante. 
Under the gun, Andy. Hit me up on social. Maybe you can get a seat. I got to tell wow. you, this. it's going to be popping. It will be popping. I, I have to tell you, I, I think that um, the fact that you're making the ante under the gun and the fact that you actually have to advertise it that way uh, sounds so stupid. <laughs> that it just might work. Yeah, it sounds so stupid that I think people actually might actually show up. Yeah, I, I definitely like they think they might people think will it's, show up. it's actually a difference. Well, no, no, no. I think that, like, he actually might get some of the worst players in America <laughs> who just, like, hear him say that and somehow think he's smart. Of like, right. oh, yeah. That's how genius. How innovative. Wow. How, how, it's totally yes. different from a big blind ant. Yeah. Way different. <laughs> you know, you know what it's going to be different then? The you know what's going to... Uh, the only thing this is going to cause is problems when somebody has to go take a piss. Yes. Because now they're either going to stay for their under the gun hand so that they can fucking ante like an idiot. Yeah. Or they're going to go piss under the gun one and then come back and not know how much money they owe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's going to be confusing. Yeah. What do you well, mean? We'll they are the blinds yeah, and the ante. They pay the blinds and the ante, so it's going to be... Well, yeah, but like, what if they come back in the big blind? So what if they piss under the gun and come back in the big blind? What do they owe? They throw the ante. So the now middle. we have a double ante? Yes. So that, that's what yeah, yeah. Why, what's wrong with that? Double ante. Let's go. Let's get it popping. I mean, <laughs> sure. You know what? Triple ante. Sure. The, the solutions are there, but it's going to be annoying for the dealer and players. I have full confidence in Conrad. How many handed is this out. game going to be? Six? Twelve. Twelve handed. <laughs> no more than eight. No Ooh. more than eight. I like that. Okay. More than eight I is think nice. It's eight, because I think we can get multiple tables going. Okay. So I think it's going to be. Um, mm. You're going to be working the list. Will there be atmosphere boys? There will not be any <laughs> atmosphere boys. Where do people Where do people go to get you. on the list? They can DM me. That's where you can go on to get on the list. Oh, okay. DM what? me on any social, Instagram, um, Twitter. Do they have, is S4 there a requirement? Do they have to send a photo? Or? Um, you have to be somewhat action. You got to be some fun. You got to be fun in the game. We're going to be playing some side games. Uh, not seven deuce. Seven deuce is no fun. Mm. We'll be playing like a, no we'll play like a eight four off game. Okay. Eight four, because eight four suit is obviously a top ten hand. He already told um, me I can't come. Yeah, you're not allowed to come to this. <laughs> So no, we saw Tortoise no rocket it off a little bit. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So wait, how does this work? Is this game private, or once it opens, there's a list once that's it, public? Once it opens, there's a list that's public. Okay. So everybody can come. Okay. So but, um, this, so the feeder game is gonna be real good. The feeder game will be fun. I was being sarcastic. I know. <laughs> Seems like. No, there'll probably be a couple tables. Honestly, I got um just for today. I got a good fourteen. Okay. There you go. You guys Dude. heard it here first. What's Dude. what's the buy-in? Um, min max. We'll do um. Are you just deciding it right now? I'm doing it right now, right okay. off the top. Interesting. You right know, off the top. I, it's it's a five-five game, so. It's five-five now, wasn't it? Just two-five. Two yeah, it's two-five two game. Um, three hundred min, no max. Okay. That sounds Uncapped. fun. Uncapped. Yeah. Wow. I like it. I like oh, it wow. too. Well, I, I, I wish you would have put a little thought into this, but yeah, you know, well, yeah. It sounds Listen, like it's announced now. Sounds like so. this is it. Listen, I made it up yesterday, and then I just figured it out today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have all the all the makings of a high quality game runner. I I honestly do. No, I can tell you're super prepared. Uh, uh, you're very organized. None of these people are prepared and organized. They show up, they do what they got to do. You are the well whisperer, so you mm -hmm. that that actually <laughs> could be a thing. He's going to be there in the game. He's the draw. That is true. He's yeah. the draw. What time does it start? Six? Six o'clock. Six p.m. today, guys. You heard it here first. If you want to head down to MGM on the Strip, Conrad's going to be popping. It sounds like two games are going to get going to begin with. Uh, so go ahead and check that out.
Uh, we have an academy coming up next week. It's going to be on Thursday the 8th until Sunday the 11th, which is uh, the final weekend prior to the NFL kicking off. Although I guess NFL no. kicks off Thursday night. Kicks off, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you guys are interested, we still have one seat left. Uh, Poker Out Loud style, as I've always previously mentioned. Uh, you can go ahead and hit hashtag academy for more info on that. Uh, obviously, if you want merch, you can check that out as well. And uh, if you would like to join our Discord channel, go ahead and use that command. Um, I think that's it, man. I, uh, I don't got a lot more to talk about today. I think we've covered it all. I think we have covered it all. Melissa, it's great having you back in studio. It is. Thank you. Um, you know, perhaps, uh, perhaps maybe we can, we can work on a whole show tomorrow. Just surround you. Sure. I, know, I know you were a little upset that we were, we were calling into question you not being here. And yeah. uh, I think, you know, maybe we have to demonstrate <laughs> your actual value to mm -hmm. the OnlyFriends podcast. Maybe. I mean, our, our view, hey, maybe it's Helmuth, maybe it's Melissa. I know. But our views are up like 30% today. That's all I'm saying. It's probably Melissa. I, I would think it's Melissa. I well, definitely think looks it's Melissa. like I need a raise. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was definitely Helmuth. It was for sure Helmuth. Uh, I already sent out the checks for this month. So yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, you know, we're really going to have to start getting you on those thumbnails if, uh, if you're looking for a raise. What? <laughs> the, the payments for the podcast, not the thumbnails. No, no. That's, that's just not how... You're an all-encompassing five-tool player. You're getting a bargain. Wait, well, you're, you're lucky I don't know my worth. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be entertaining if you did. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, that's going to do it for us today. We should be back. Wait, you have a meeting tomorrow, so we can't do normal time? I have a meeting tomorrow at 1. Okay, so 2? Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. I don't I think mean, I can do 2.30. Oh, I, I have an appointment at hmm. uh, 3.15. Hmm. Oh, we get to... Not in? It looks like we get to see who's more important. Well, we know. <laughs> we know. So pot at 3 then tomorrow? <laughs> Three yeah. three o'clock pre-show, yeah. four o'clock uh, or two thirty pre-show, three thirty. That works. Run it. Yeah. And you come when you can, buddy. That sounds good. Yeah. Take a day off. You can take a day off. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow around three thirty Pacific time. Please join us then. Not sure what we're going to talk about. We'll see what happens overnight. Thank you, guys, as always. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment below. Let us know what your thoughts are on hashtag delusional Berkey hashtag fake news Doug. Um, I can't wait to read these ones. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. See you then. <laughs> Peace. Later.